Buckle up, it's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. Boom! Boom! And Boom. we're in. Oh, look at that, rockin', rockin'. No, rock. Gotta bring he brought it. out the horns. <laughs> the horn. Yeah. That's not for the longhorns, right? No, but I like the longhorns, uh, and I have a hat when I did a gig in Texas when I was uh, did a speaking event. I bought a yeah. longhorns hat. Rob, yeah. is it Iliano? Am I saying it right? Liano, like yeah, like piano. Liano, Liano. Awesome. Well, welcome to awesome. the insurance dudes. Yeah, I'm psyched yes. to be here, man. I love you guys, and it was really cool that we were able to connect, man. Totally. Yeah. Super stoked. And nothing was better than when Craig came in with the little box, and we. Mm. <laughs> Can we, I don't know if we want to. You can say we that. that. We weren't talking yeah. about that. Oh, we weren't going to. And there was and then a whole went, fiasco and then about, going on. You know, and he went on about the poll as well. It was like a whole strip. Yeah. Thing. I have no idea what's going on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, I think it's because I said I went on tour as a musician. Beep, so he probably beep, pulled, you know. Beep, beep. Right. Yeah. Molly Crew came out. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Full on Molly. Well, this is awesome. Let's get into some cool stuff that we were about to get into. But before we do anything, anything, Craig, are we doing a little speed breakers? Oh, are we ever? (laughs) And we actually have the new speed breakers, but maybe we'll stick with the old speed breakers. I don't know. You just do what you do. So, Rob, we like to get to know everybody, put them on the spot. This is a speed round in which Craig will mention a word and you or phrase oh, no. and just it's the phrases. first thing that comes to mind is oh, no. phrases okay. yeah i'm like i'm, I'm like phrases. Phrases. the words <laughs> ooh that is not a bad idea if anybody is interested in contributing to the next version of speed breakers go ahead and text the word you'd like us to add and then we'll say that 520. word 520-214-2219 is where you text it that's to that's right yeah. All right. So, let's let's jump in. Let's die. Ready? I almost had it figured out where we could put a little clock up, but <laughs> okay. It, okay, it was beyond my technical That's expertise. Clock, right? Are you ready, Rob? Yes, I am. All right. If your mullet caught fire during a video shoot, who'd be liable? Me. I'm okay. full on accountability. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, how impressed were you? Would your first crush be with what you're doing right now? I don't really care what she thinks, to be honest. Good, good answer. <laughs> I think she'd expect it. <laughs> did you ever sneak your parents' car out? No. No. Oh, I did and crashed it. So oh, I, that's the way to do it. Needless though. to say, got caught. What is the song most memorable to you from Back to the Future? You know what's crazy? I never saw the movie. Oh, no. Oh, wow. So this, the, we have to end this interview right now. Am I fired right now? <laughs> yeah. It, never fired. Well, I need you to go on to a Netflix. Oh, I think there's a Huey Lewis song. In there you song go. Too. Look at that. Look at that cool. recovery. Isn't it cool. the power of love? That's it. You I, know I, it. Think. I don't know. I remember, I remember somehow where in the, you know, the cobwebs, seeing a video that says something about this sounded like another song, and it was in that movie. Nice. And that was the follow-up. Who wrote it? So look at you just nailed it. How many kids do I know or do I have? (laughs) It's actually have you made cry? (laughs) Oh (laughs) wow, that's a great question. I would think at least one, but I don't know. (laughs) Okay. How many chucks could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck couldn't chuck wood? None. Correct. Uh fastest mile. Fast smile. Oh, no. So it's, it's not the guy who broke the record. It's the, like 10 people after that who broke it. I don't even know. It's like three. Don't know the answer. But oh, I know nobody's the ever gone there. 
Everybody talks about their mile. The, story of the guy who set first did it, and then it allowed 10 other people to know they could do it, and it broke, right. it broke that it is, a year later. Yeah. It is pretty impressive how that like creates this, oh, well, then it's doable, right? It's, it's yeah, and it comes crazy. in with sales training when people realize, oh, my gosh, I can do this. I can one call yep. flows. I can, you know, so it's the same thing. Yep. It's, it's a great analogy, yep. actually. Love that you brought yeah. uh, We need to bookmark that because that's something that we talk about in our agencies a lot is that whole thing. What was the best Halloween costume you ever wore? That's an interesting one. I will tell you the one that's most memorable and that I loved is when I went as a court jester because I was then juggling and performing for all the kids. Oh, any fire? That was, that's a good one. Uh, no, 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 no fire. Cool. No. Oh, then it'd be yeah. like an evil court jester. Evil, like right. Yeah. Next year. Dogs. If, if, open, if things open up uh, next yeah. year. That's <laughs> Dogs or cats? Both. Both. That's the first time nice. anybody said both. Yeah. Uh, favorite American oh. Idol. Favorite American Idol. Wow, that's an interesting one. I will say Kelly Clarkson. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Who is John Galt? Oh wait, that's from that. Is that from the book or movie? Are we talking <laughs> Just about a uh, movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. I don't know the answer. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, oh, Trump wait, or I Biden? I think it's from. Uh, isn't that? It's the big book by Ayn Rand. The Atlas. Atlas Shrugged. Yeah. Atlas Shrugged. Yeah. There we go. I don't know. You can wow, tell that these that. haven't been vetted. Trump or <laughs> Biden? You don't have to answer you know, that question. I, I am neither political <laughs> yeah. party. I, th- I think it should be they just everyone chooses to do what's best for the most Trident. people. Yeah. Or Brump? <laughs> Brump? Uh, you know, it's funny. I you think said everyone... Trident. I thought of like some Greek god. That's who I was like. Yes. <laughs> that would be awesome. Like the tr- Triton. And, yeah. Well, you've like successfully it. navigated Speed Breakers yeah. too. Cool. So I win a dude's insurance dude's t-shirt i heard so yeah essentially no you actually do you do question and this will be interesting because i know you're a musician so rob what was the first concert that you ever went to as far back as you can remember or as far back as you can remember i and it's going back i may look younger than i am but i saw a quiet riot open for blacks oh oh that's a good one yeah, Madison. That's Spurgard. really good. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I, listen, I grew up a metalhead, rock drummer, spandex, hairspray. Called Tommy Lee all the time. You mentioned Molly Group before because I'm six three and like you know one eighty one hundred eighty pounds. Um, nice. I look like a drum, so I guess that's what I say. But yeah, so that was one of the many. I'm very fortunate. I've seen some great, great bands live. Yeah. So, but that's the first one. You never forget your first, right? Though, yeah. That, that is amazing. That's yeah. phenomenal. I'm Didn't a drummer as Judas well. Priest? So that's awesome. Last week, uh, I think somebody said Judas Priest. Priest. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. I got to jam with Rob Halford on Sirius Radio, and it was like wow, the coolest experience of my entire life. And I still get chills when I think about it. He's literally five feet away from me, singing like, "Yeah, it was crazy." That is cool. Freaking incredible. Good dude. Really super kind, gentle, loving guy, man. The opposite Not of the loving. Yes. Yeah. Like I was, he was just like this awesome dude. Yeah. Really. I got to play with him twice, actually. One time with Sebastian Bach from Skid Row. Oh, really cool. Yeah. Cause he's very did, skinny. That's, awesome. that's yeah. a very skinny yeah, dude. Yeah. And he's tall and he's still like, yo man, let's party and stuff. And he's awesome. <laughs> totally awesome. <laughs> yeah. I am. I've been very blessed, man. I've had a fun life. Ups and downs, well, cool. of course, but you know, yeah. great stuff. So take us from quiet riot to how you got to where you are. Let's, let's get a little history on Rob. Okay, so born in Queens, New York, moved to Long Island. My dad was a vacuum salesperson. Actually, this is a really cool story. He was an engineer. 
and he asked for a raise and they said no he was making like thirty thousand dollars a year at the time and they just moved to long island bought a house that cost thirty five thousand dollars and so he quit has four boys you know i'm the youngest of four boys and of course it's like two months before christmas if it can't be more stressful for my mom i'm sure i just don't remember because i was yeah. tiny right but he went and took a job selling vacuums never did it before ever became one of the top salespeople. in his first the first year he made thirty two thousand. Second year mm. 38,000 and so on right and he phrases it as i, I gave myself a raise because they yeah. were but i asked him i said but you never sold before how were you able to do it he goes we had to eat so i had to sell so he started mm. to learn all yeah it was, i mean it's amazing i've been so fortunate because he has heavily impacted my sales training career and of course regular sales so that aside at 18 i started I was, you know, a drummer, wanted to be a rock star, and, and um, I needed to make money. <laughs> so he said, get into sales. You can make as much money as you want. Mm -hmm. and I was like, awesome. I'm going to do that. Only problem is, which people can relate to, is two weeks later, I'm not making any money. <laughs> so I do right. what anything would do. Yeah, you know, right? I'm just like, yeah, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, totally, right? right? What they say in Glengarry Glen Ross, oh, it's a tough racket, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you didn't so get I the right leads. Else yeah, you didn't get the Glengarry leads. Oh, yeah. This is all cold calling, as you guys know. It's hardcore. Mm -hmm. But I complained to my dad, and he said two questions that blew my mind at the time, which are so obvious, but you'll get it. He said, do you know what you're doing? And I said, well, no. He goes, then how do, how do you expect to succeed? And it was like, and on the surface, it sounds like, yeah, of course. But how many people do you know, especially insurance, just go get licensed and run out and they're crashing and burning because they really don't know what they're doing. Right. So I reluctantly started attending the 7.30 a.m. meetings because, you know, I was a wannabe rock star. I'm like, I don't get up early. I still don't get up early, which is why I love this time slot, by the way. <laughs> but, um, I then started to be able to get into a house and, you know, see that, oh, they already had the same vacuum. I could sell them bags for their vacuum. You know, you had the replaceable bags back at the time and then eventually sell maybe a shampoo job and then sell vacuums. And it, it worked when you learn how to, you know, you know what you're doing. But I still didn't care because I just, I wanted to be a drummer. <clears throat> but I had other sales jobs. I sold like trade show space for you to set up your booth or hang a banner. I sold fire safety equipment. But I finally went on tour at like 30 something years, 32, 31 maybe. And I'm a rock star, man. Out on tour with a Jim Brewer doing this. He's a comedian. If you guys don't know him, he was on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, Go Boy. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Joe Pesci, awesome guy. I've known <laughs> yeah. him since high school. Yeah, I've known him since high school. He's funny all the time, probably when he sleeps. I just don't have proof of that, but he is great. We go back a long time. But I came off tour, and I had owned a recording studio and lost most of my clients because I was gone. And I didn't manage my money properly. I literally almost went bankrupt, back living at home with my parents. Car gets repossessed. I am the joke that people tell about drummers. What do you call a drummer? Without a girl, <laughs> yeah. homeless, homeless, right? So that's the joke. So that was me. I, I go from writing autographs to writing bad checks. So I said, I'm going back into sales because it was something else I did well. And I see all these, you know, ads and I apply for like 17 jobs, whatever it is. And I see one about selling medical discount plans. This is 2002. Medical discount plans, they were from Protective Life Insurance. It was called Protective Smart Health Plus, I think. They were the A-plus rated carrier at the time. The only one I ever saw A-plus rated. And I'm sitting down with my father. I'm saying, I think I want to take this job because they give me leads. And he's like, yeah, right. What do you got to do? Call Aunt Gloria? <laughs> Call your aunt and uncle? And I'm like, no. I'm you like, have your own leads. Happened. There's yeah, 100, right, yeah, 100 right. people on your... <laughs> friends and family. So they're no longer friends. <laughs> and yeah. So I said, no, this is what happens. Someone goes on the internet and they put in you know, their information and I get that information and I call them and try and sell them. And he does this since we're on video. If anyone is listening to just audio, he gently tapped me on the cheek and said, take this job. 
it'll be the easiest one you've ever done because I came <laughs> from cold calling. And he was right. I went in with the attitude of like, wow, this is awesome, man. They want to talk to me. And I thought I was going to close everyone. And there were days when I did. But there were, of course, days where you blank out. But here's the real interesting thing. And this is what actually helped catapult my career as a trainer, coach, and consultant. First day on the job, I'm listening to one guy. You know, I get there like 8.30 in the morning. I'm listening to one of the salespeople, just his side of the conversation. They send me to lunch. I come back. They hand me like a handwritten paper script and said, get on the phones. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I mean, because I nothing, no other training. So I hung in there till like nine o'clock at night, wrote one sale. It was like eighty nine ninety five a month. And we were pitching people who had like diabetes, had cancer, were overweight at the time or considered overweight by the BMI. You guys know all that stuff. And it was before the ACA and everything went guaranteed issue. So the next day, same thing. I'm struggling for 12 hours, getting a sore throat from just dialing all day long. And then that night I go home and look up the product on the internet and I rewrite the entire script. And it was literally like the scene from Wolf of Wall Street. The next day I come in, write six sales and everyone's asking me, dude, are those benefits really in this product? Like you had like three consultants with a therapist or like a, a, some kind of counselor, a free eye exam, free dental exam. I'm like, yeah. So you have an entire group of people not even knowing the product, selling it. And then I went and I was like this, I have to make money. Like I was literally like, I got a car, all this stuff, right? So yeah, actually my mom had bought me a car on her credit card, which was even more embarrassing, but awesome, right? Because so so amazing of her to do, but right. still it was like humiliating, right? Because I, I came off tour. But yeah, so it was really cool. And then I just rewrote the script and I started helping other people. And that led to the managers giving me my own call center satellite office. And we ended up having the highest retention of any call center in the country, which, as you guys know, is not a very high bar, right? So, right. so I don't want people to be too impressed with that, but it was just different <laughs> cool strategies, you know, that I had learned and brought to the table about the entire sales process from prospecting to qualifying, building value, providing solutions, handling objections, closing, follow-up process, referral process, retention processes. And it was an interesting revelation that you get an insurance license, which legally allows you to sell, but it doesn't mean you know how. And no one right. trained anyone on how to sell. It was all product knowledge and like it's a high failure rate. And it's still to this day. I mean, I mean, now I'm a consultant. I worked with Assurance IQ. I've worked with TSS, which is Trusted Senior Specialist, MSIS. I mean, agencies, lead vendors, carriers I've consulted with. It's been awesome and amazing that I'm very thankful I can impact people and help them have the career they really deserve. Because that's part of it. You get into this, you have good intentions, hopefully most people. And, you know, you're then stuck with like, okay, I can just buy leads or people are going to mm -hmm. just buy from me. It's, it's just still takes skill, even in the ACA. Like we got open enrollment. So we eliminate the urgency is there, right? They have to buy between these this time period. Many people are getting subsidies. So the money's not an objection anymore as much. Like, you know, Zig Ziglar's five reasons people don't buy. Three of them are like eliminated with the ACA. And yet yeah. you're still not closing even 50%. So that means you got to know what you're doing. And luckily, yeah. I've had the ability to relay logically and simply the information that positions people to do that. So I've been fortunate, man. But that's kind of it in a nutshell, I guess. <laughs> I want to, that's an incredible story. I want to really dive into yeah. where you start looking to, as you realize, like, I need training on this. Your dad tells you that, do you know what you're doing? You're like, no. So yeah. then what was the first step? On that journey. So the first step was every morning at Electrolux Vacuums, they did a meeting six days a week, 7.30 a.m. You just had to show up. And they would show you how to get in the door, handle objections, because every woman would be like, I need to talk to my husband, right? So I, yeah. I learned a lot of stuff. Now, some of it is archaic old school stuff. Some of it is 150% relevant 
to sales today because it was very value based because you're selling like a twelve hundred fifteen hundred dollar vacuum to someone who has a yeah. hundred dollar Hoover, right? So mm-hmm. right. You yeah. value in that you are getting thrown out of the house. So there were some, and that's what I've been able to do is blend some of the old school real sales is service mentality along with like technology. Cause I love me. I introduced screen sharing. I mean, I, I was selling all telephonically in 2002. There were carriers who didn't even have online portals yet and they were building them, which I was able to consult with, um, what was the name of them? Was it standard American general Continental? got someone flew me out to their office. I think it was continental general. Was that the one that sounds like a they got bought by World. I can't even remember the name, but they were a great company and had a great. I remember their wellness benefit was five hundred bucks up front, no wait period, and I sold it to everyone who had kids or was a woman, <laughs> right? <clears throat> At the time, <laughs> pretty sure it was Continental General. I'm going back a long time, but yeah. So I did all telephonic sales. I was there when Norvex was a baby. I think they came out in two thousand one, and they had their quoting tool and leads, and then they. I was the featured speaker on their sales and marketing tour when they were becoming Go Health and recruiting agents. So yeah, it's been awesome, man. Not I'm thinking about you guys are like jogging my memory. <laughs> I have a question about, about, yeah. Cause I love that. I love the whole aid door to door is like if you, on the scale of what's harder to sell door to door is the top of the hill, right? Everybody talks about telemarketing being difficult, but come on, like door to door is way, way more difficult. And now when you're selling vacuums that are literally 12 times the cost of something that you don't even really, it's not a, luxury good. It's not something that makes you, your status go up or anything. How, what were some of those sales tactics? What were the ones that were relevant to you today? And what were some of the ones that were just outdated? Well, I'll share with you. I'll share with you. One of the things my father told me that is absolutely 150% relevant. If you worry about taking care of the customer, you never have to worry about making money. And so that was Mm. those techniques of like, you know, the Mm. customer matters. Like, it's interesting. I'm going to drop this bomb on you guys. I'm a nerd and I read a lot. I have contact lenses. Otherwise, I'd really look like a nerd. But I'm a big (laughs) fan of psychology, of verbiage, especially when you're scripting. I want to know if I say this, will they get that reaction and how people internalize things? So I looked up the word client and um, the loose translation is someone who leans on another for protection. Mm. So... Our job is to protect their assets, right? Their home. I mean, it doesn't matter what you sell. They are trusting us as an expert. Hopefully you're an expert to take care of them. So for me, my entire foundation is how can I help you? And I build everything around that. So some of the old school stuff doesn't apply. Like one of the things they used to do is they would have, well, we would have the first vacuum because I didn't like this approach, but you would vacuum with your vacuum and then I would go over it with mine. And I changed the bag and put in a white bag and you would see all the dirt that my vacuum, the Electrolux, brought out. And if you had kids, it'd be like, you don't want your children playing on that rug. (laughs) And it was kind of like, I'm embarrassed that my house is this dirty because I think I have a clean house. So that's one of the things I probably wouldn't do. (laughs) You don't necessarily want to embarrass someone, but those are some of the things where, and it's really crazy. So I was just reviewing calls who will remain nameless of an agency. And the, literally the first thing they said is, hey, we're on a recorded line. So you're looking to buy a health insurance today? Uh, the two right. worst things <laughs> to tell somebody. <laughs> dude, dude, it kills me. Because it's literally the equivalent of the archaic car thing where if I have it in stock, will you take it today? It's You yes. don't care about the client when you say that. You just care about a sale. Right. And the client can sense that and feel it. And then you see, you hear the long pause. Commission never, breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You hear the long pause and then they go, no. 
<laughs> right. I mean, I've heard 10 calls, eight of them. And then all of a sudden I have life insurance or health insurance. In fact, one company saying, hey, man, like 85% of everyone we talk to has life insurance. I'm like, wow, well, that's against all the statistics of everyone else who's selling final expense right now. There's no way that 85% of everyone you're talking to has final expense insurance. It's just that your intro sucks. It's not the leads. You suck. Right. The leads don't suck. The leads are pretty awesome because other people are closing them. But the whole, yeah, and that's the whole thing is if your opening is bad, your close is not going to happen. To be continued. Hey, Jason. Yes, Mr. Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do uh, write 100000 in premium yes. off of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now. That will, it's live and it will show you the process. The entire process mm, is super awesome. Mm, I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sign up right now live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content, right? Are you kidding me? We get yep. to talk to them? Yeah, which is awesome, but they have to opt in. They have to text us at 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. Nice. I'm Greg, are you going to respond to these texts? I'm going to respond to them for sure, live. I'm into it too. It's going to well, be awesome. And it's a it's going to be our new texting community where we're going to get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy content, free content and free um, the calculator that you just came up with. Mm. That's right. The calling calculator, sales material. I mean, everything for insurance agents. This is it. It's the best texting community out there for insurance agents. Well, what the heck is that number again? I can't remember it. It's 520-214-2219. That's okay. 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 520-214-2219. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Wait, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, all right.